We were made to be courageous. We were made to lead the way. We could be the generation that finally breaks the chains. We were made to be courageous. We were made to be courageous. We were warriors on the front lines, standing unafraid. But now we're watchers on the sidelines while our families slip away. Where are you, men of courage? Welcome to life. What's God got to do with it? So here we are. Uh, it's the week uh, leading up to Father's Day. And I thought, you know, it's very appropriate. Uh, Casting Crowns Courageous. Uh, that song, it's, it's a great song. It's talking about, you know, taking back what's ours. Uh, meaning, let's, let's clarify what that means, is uh, that we're, we're here to fight. We we're fighting for our families. We're fighting um, uh, just for everyone to come together and, and to praise God. So I thought it's fitting today to do the armor of God, uh, to go over each piece of it. You may have heard of the armor of God and thought, okay, what does that mean? Or maybe in Sunday school, you, you heard armor of God, or maybe someone took weeks and weeks to go over it. I don't know. But this is just a, a, a good time to go over it and to see, you know, there's, there's so many things going on in the world today. And if, if you told me last year that I'd be wearing a mask when I went into public, I thought you were nuts. There's no way. I mean, I travel a lot. I travel, you know, for my job and did different things. And I see people with masks on and I usually think, well, they have something going on. You know, they, they, uh, their uh, immune system's low or, or maybe they just wear masks all the time. I don't know. But to think that I would be wearing a mask? No, I wouldn't have thought that. So, you know, we, we, one of the things is we, we've seen it in the movies that what could happen to the world. But I just thought that world would never happen to us. Okay, we know that uh, this virus, COVID, has rocked everyone's world. Uh, and no matter where you are in the world today, everyone has been infected by COVID. So it's a big thing. So businesses, uh, to those first responders on the front line, thank you so much uh, for what you do. Uh, it's just, you're, you're put out there and it's just a big, big thing. So, but did you ever stop and think that before COVID and before we had to wear masks, there was something out there far worse that could break us down. Some of you may be saying, oh yeah, I faced it, trust me, I know, or I'm in it right now. There's a trial and tribulation going on with me right now. I, I don't know how to get over it. I don't know what's going on. Or if you haven't ever faced one, get ready, it's coming, okay? You see, we've been fighting a spiritual war over and over, fighting evil without a cape, okay? Without heat vision, we're not superheroes here. The movies are great, love them. But Satan is out to defeat us at all times. I'm not gonna start by saying from the moment you wake up. You're thinking, okay, that sounds different. And I say that because if you ever had one of those dreams, oh, I guess you could say a, a nightmare that just made you mad. You woke up and already you have thoughts in your head that should not be there. Maybe it was your spouse and infidelity or you lost your job or even something happened to your kids or the dream your kids made you mad. Whatever the nightmare was about, it started to ruin your day the minute you opened your eyes. It was probably you were distraught and not sure what to even think while you were asleep. Has that ever happened to you? Because you see, the forces of evil are always upon us, 
trying to get us to sin, not to do the right thing. But the good thing is, is that we have a manual, if you will, that teaches us how we can prepare ourselves for the battle that can take place. Now the manuals, the Word of God, the Bible, and what we have is the armor of God. It is mentioned in Ephesians 6:11, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Do you feel protected against the evil that comes upon you? What are the pieces of armor you know? What do you remember? Have you ever heard of the pieces of armor? Because you're probably thinking, okay, there's a soldier. What does the soldier wear? Uh, he probably wears uh, boots, uh, some kind of clothing, something different. Well, for our modern thinking, that's what we think of. We may think of a bulletproof vest, maybe a helmet, uh, but the pieces or the, or the, the armor of God is actually a belt, a breastplate, footwear, shield, helmet, and a sword. Now, that's a lot of armor to wear, right? Of course, these are all metaphors, but they are a reminder what we have to fight during the spiritual battle. And we have a description of the protection that they give us. So let's see what Paul has to say about each part of this armor. So we'll start off first with the belt. This is the belt of truth. In Ephesians 6, 14, it says, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. God's word is truth and serves as our foundation. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So if our beliefs are not rooted in God's word, we cannot expect to fight the battles for Christ. When we remain in his word, though, taking time to read, really dive into the word and acknowledge it, then we can fight the battles and know what is true and untrue, what is good and what is evil. So the breastplate is the next piece of armor. And this breastplate is the breastplate of righteousness. You're saying, what does righteousness mean? I mean, I, I think of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, you know, and righteousness and just all these different things that go through my head. But what does righteousness really mean? It means being made right. You see, the enemy against us will try to tempt us. Righteousness means being made right. Sometimes scripture refers to righteousness that Christ gives us his righteousness. 2 Corinthians 5.21, sometimes scripture refers to its righteousness that God carries out through us like the righteousness acts of the saints. That's in Revelation 19.8. The enemy after us will tempt us, but righteousness protects our heart. So we have the belt of truth. We now have righteousness or the breastplate of righteousness. Next is footwear. Now, if you're like me, shoes are kind of my thing. I can wear whatever I want, need, but shoes really define who I am, or at least I think in style, okay? And I also have shoes for everything. I have running shoes. If I'm going camping, I have shower shoes. Mowing shoes, those are big. They all serve a purpose. You wouldn't want to wear your dress shoes to mow in, right? Well, the footwear is very important too, in the armor of God. You wouldn't see a soldier without shoes, would you? The answer is no. You see, shoes help us step freely and without fear while we turn our full attention to the battle at hand. The battle of each day we face, the spiritual shoes help us, help us stand firm. Verse John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither, neither let it be afraid. Romans 8.18 says, Just as shoes allow us to walk on otherwise painful terrain without fear, 
So the preparation of the gospel of peace allows us to traverse the otherwise painful trials and tribulations of life without fear, knowing that what awaits is greater than anything we could possibly suffer in this world. We all know what suffering is going on in the world everywhere. You may be suffering right now. What do we have in front of us? What do we have coming? So we have no fear to walk with the Lord any day. The shield also is one. Now the shield is very an important detail. And if I really think about a shield and who uses a shield growing up, I'm like, you know, okay, maybe I think He-Man had a shield, but Captain America had a shield. A superhero uses a shield. Wow. But how does that fit into the armor of God? What will we do with that? Well, this shield spoke of here is the shield of faith. This shield is to be used to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Let me tell you, I know he shoots them at us all the time. But let's look at the faith part of this. What does that mean? You see, if we have faith in Christ, it changes how we live. Our faith keeps us protected during times when we may be unsure, but have faith in Christ that will be with us and keep us safe. The same as in a shield, right? So you keep it by your side. You use it to stay safe from the things that are coming towards you. And when you have faith in God and use it, nothing can stand in your way. So let's go over this again. We have shoes, we have a belt, a breastplate. Now we have a shield. What else do we need? What's the next part gonna be? That would be a helmet. And the helmet is a very important part of it. It's the helmet of salvation. Without a helmet in battle, are you really, I mean, would you, you'd be kind of useless, right? The vulnerability you have in this battle is outrageous. But what is salvation and how does this play a role? Well, salvation to Christians means receiving deliverance from the penalty of sin. You see, Jesus shed his blood for us. He took all the sin upon him while he was hanging on the cross. In Romans chapter five, verse eight through 10, it says, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. If Jesus had not made the sacrifice, the penalty of our sins would be eternal death. In Romans 6, 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The helmet of salvation is not all about deliverance from sin, but about living forever as a child of God. If you want, I'm gonna, or if you need, I'm going to put it in a little bit different perspective here. So in a movie, you might see a soldier that his helmet was grazed or hit by a bullet. He's thinking, wow, I've got to see that. He takes it off to see where he got hit. But you see, at that moment, a soldier on the other side is going to take advantage of that. And he's going to shoot again, possibly killing that soldier. So in the same way, the helmet protects us from evil blows from the devil. We do not want to leave ourselves vulnerable or exposed to such by taking that helmet off. The final piece of the armor is the sword of the spirit. Now it represents the word of God. See, the Word of God is very, very powerful. As we study the Word and read the Scriptures, do you not find that it relates to your life? And you think, wow, I can use this to better myself and fend off the attacks that come my way. Or you may read it and think, wow, that really makes sense. And 
this has happened or it may be happening to a friend and I can really use this, this word to help myself or help them. You know, in the Bible, we see Satan go after Jesus. Jesus has been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. Just me, I'm thinking he has to be hungry, right? Well, the devil confronted him and said in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 through 3, If you are the Son of God, command these stones become bread. See, the devil was tempting him in his weak state. He knew he was vulnerable. He wanted to pull Jesus away from his father. But Jesus answered with God's word in verse 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. He used God's word against the devil. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 5, it says, For thou we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That is what we're trying to defeat on the battleground, using the word of God to discern thoughts and attitudes that are contrary to God's way. Like I said before though, we must be in the word, we must stay in the word, really wanting to gain that knowledge and be able to use it for good to fight the evil. So to sum it all up, we have a full suit of armor now that we put on or we actually should have on at all times. This armor arms us to fight the devil and all he can throw at us. We have faith, we have salvation, we have righteousness and the word of God to use in this battle. Now, I hope that each of you can take these things and use them to protect you. Use the word of God to better your life, better others. Share the word. That's what we're here for. Share the word. Be courageous uh, because you, you have what you need, the armor of God. So be courageous with it. Use it. And keep reading your Bibles and learn all that God has for you. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for all this that you have given us, though we are not always deserving. I am so happy to be a child of God. Without Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, we would all face uncertain eternal death. God, thank you for the grace and patience that you have. Watch over us and keep us safe as we face the attacks of Satan. We know we have the armor to defend these attacks and, and have you always standing beside us. You are a mighty God and we thank you. Please forgive us of all of our many sins. Amen. Thank you everyone for joining. Uh, if you uh, if you have that special father in your life or, or you want to uh, just be thankful, it's Father's Day coming up this Sunday. So uh, hope you all have a great weekend and uh, be in the word, learn the word um, in the Bible and just Just stay in there. It's got so many, so many good things for us. So I'll see you again next time. Thanks.